invite you now to join our conversation, an instrument of healing as we share how each of us can grow through times of illness, grief, and loss. Our wish is through these words you will discover a healing community that promotes insight, reignites hope, and nurtures peace. Welcome. Hello, everybody. This is Jeffrey Cloninger, your podcast producer for Conversations with Kelly. Hey, Kelly Grosslogs, how are you today? Good morning, Jeffrey. I'm doing well. I was listening to our lead-in, our intro um, wording that you so beautifully said, and I think that is it's so true. I think it can get so easy just to, to play it because it's what we do. But to really listen to it, it's like, yeah, our hope really is that when people listen to these, that it ignites hope for them and um, really fosters peace. I mean, that is an inspiration. I mean, that is so what our goal is with every one of these, that you know people leave these conversations just a little more peaceful and hopeful than when they came to them. Yeah, yeah. And we know, especially right now, with the state of our world and everything that's going on, it's it's quite a lot. And um, what's happening is today we're going to talk about cumulative loss. Mm-hmm. And with what's going on in our world, we're experiencing loss at a grand scale yeah. on top of what we already may mm-hmm. and very realistically are experiencing personally in our personal losses. And what is that like? How do we navigate all of that? Because I got stuff going on. I, you know, personally, there's losses happening all the time. Yeah. And now, the state of our world and the coronavirus and yeah. civil unrest across the nation. It's, it's just, it's adding up. It's taking its toll. Mm-hmm. You know, I know personally I'm feeling anxiety. I've got fear around it. Um, and yet at the same time, I feel grateful that I live in a, in a very seemingly safe community and I feel love and I have relationships and all of that stuff. And yeah. so it's just, it's just a lot right now. Yeah. And I, Yes, yeah, so we're we're going to be releasing this hopefully, you know, to make it um, make it relevant to what's going on because we are traumatized by our news, by the events, by the statistics, by worlds of um, years and years of oppression, and lots of different things. And I think, um, you know, what is so profound for me because I. I'm also working with people daily that their losses have nothing to do with the world losses. Their losses have to do with their world loss. And, That's a great point. You know, and yet they also have to manage and navigate this community they live in. And, and, and they're feeling guilty because they have lost their husband and they can't, they can't contribute right now to the mass chaos and, and fear that we're all feeling because they are in their own world. Their world feels within them um, its own type of attack. And and so, you know, what I want to call out today and what I want to be mindful of today is that um, cumulative loss is what we call in the bereavement world. You know, what we'll often hear people say is, I just can't take one more thing. And I think that that is... Boy, when you look on paper at some people's lives, um, I'm always amazed at when I look at some on paper at some people's lives. I, I don't even judge it. I just am aware of it. It's just an awareness for me how they're seemingly doing okay. And I look on paper, I'm thinking, why, uh, how in the world, not why, how in the world are you functioning mm-hmm. as you are? 
And then I can have people that come into my practice that are not doing well at all and um, doing a loss history with them wouldn't on paper, I mean, I would be like, okay, you know, again, grief is grief, but again, I'm, I'm being realistic. I mean, when, when, when we're therapists, we have to do assessments. And again, on paper, what they're sharing with me, I'm thinking, wow, they're really having a strong reaction to maybe something. Well, well, what that is, is that's cumulative loss. It's loss upon loss upon loss. And possibly when we go back and we start uncovering loss, it didn't, it wasn't given justice. It wasn't given, mm. um, it wasn't given the attention and the time yeah. that it made And the deserved. space for, for, for grief. Yeah. Right. It's, As we know, grief stays with us forever. Mm, it it just changes. Yeah, absolutely. It changes. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that it does stay with us forever as well. Um, and so, you know, I think recently, so people come into these, come into COVID-19 with their own loss history, come into um, the unrest of our country right now with their own, you know, loss history. People come into this depleted. People come into this as a, as a caregiver that they're caring for somebody they love deeply and they are so tapped out already. And now they have to have all these other layers that come with them. People have been laid off from their jobs. People have been furloughed. Um, and people have had loss that has nothing to do, again, back to the original point, nothing to do with what the rest of us are witnessing. And those become silent losses mm. because people aren't necessarily paying attention and giving them the words. And yes, we're having that I'm so sorry for your loss kind of thing, but really at the end of the day right now, people are focusing focusing on the the, you know, that kind of, majorness of what's going on in the world. And yeah, so, and that's a shared loss, right? That and, is exactly what it is because it's interesting. I've talked to a lot of people um, who have dealt with uh, whether it's been mental health issues their whole life or physical health issues where they've had to, you know, isolate or they've been isolated or they have felt that their lives have been threatened in other ways and that they, they've been familiar with what the rest of us are going through, um, uncertain, you know, different things. But the difference in this is that we're all going through it. We're all going through it in our own way. We're all impacted differently, yet we're all going through it. And that is, that's unprecedented, you know, that overused word. I can't stand that, it, but it, it's the best one we can have, right? I'm so tired of hearing it. I'm tired of hearing social distancing. I'm tired of hearing quarantine. I'm tired of all of it, but it doesn't matter. Um, that's well, not it's this. okay. I mean, you feel you feel. Well, I'm tired of it too. Yeah, I mean, I think we're all really tired of it, and we thought like, oh, we're just getting maybe through a little bit of this virus, and then now we're in a um, even bigger virus and threat to our communities. So, you know. It's really important to, again, you know, I, I feel like I, I say a lot of the same themes, but I think we have to say it in that it hits people differently at times that we don't, we should not be judging really. And I, not again, that should not, but we, I recommend people not judge it. It's like you have cumulative loss and you may be having a really strong reaction to something your family or your neighbors or your friends are hardly even flinching about. 
that is probably because of cumulative loss. Because we get to a point and there might be one smaller thing that opens up the portal for the big things to emerge. Mm -hmm. And that is, again, back to that embracing it and allowing it. And with cumulative loss, it's not so much figuring out what loss caused this reaction. It really isn't. That that actually would not even be a healthy way to approach this because then we're in our head, okay? It's more about um, being with and allowing someone to hold the space for the emotions that have arised and just... So like arisen right now. Right now. Right now. And just being with that. There's a lot of reasons right now why people are feeling unsettled and sad and bereft. Okay. And I want to really say to those of you that are living more with those quiet griefs that people aren't aware of or aren't necessarily bringing highlight to, I want to call out to you and say, you know, your grief matters as much and your loss matters as much as everything else going on in the world because you, it's the worst if it happens to you. I mean, that is, that's the reality. It's the worst because it's happening to you. Mm-hmm. And and it's, and it's, in some ways, it's only yours. Yeah. And yet people are feeling right now. I mean, it's, it's sad. I've heard from people. They are, ha- like, their world has been violated and threatened in the hardest of ways because of what's going on in their own family. And yet all people can really do right now is is pay attention to the larger scale of what's going on. So a couple things. If you're listening to this and you have a person in your world that has had what I call a quieter grief, it's a very loud grief in that person's life, but quieter in that it's not maybe getting the attention. um, That it deserves. That it deserves or that it typically would. Please take a moment away from the larger scale loss that's going on. Just a moment and reach out to that person and ask them how they're doing um, in the sense of, and please call out whatever their loss may be. Maybe they were diagnosed recently with a disease. Maybe they had a loved one die. Um, Maybe they lost their house because they couldn't pay. Whatever it is, call that out and let that be the moment of the conversation. Let that be the theme of the conversation. If they bring up the other things, if they bring up George Floyd, if they bring up COVID, if they bring up those things, go there with them. But if they don't, let the conversation be just for that moment about their loss because that will mean everything to them. I mean, truly that will. Yeah, that's that's a hard thing to do. It too, is right now. Especially because you, know, you engage in a conversation and our natural inclination is to commiserate. And even though my loss is different than your loss, I'm going to find a loss mm-hmm. to talk about or a grief that I'm experienced that I can talk about with you. And suddenly I'm no longer listening yeah. as, as the helper, as the friend, as the caregiver. I've made it in some ways about me. Yeah. Well, and you know, we, we, what we do in human connection is I think our intentions are pure because we want to find a, a place of connection. Right? I was just going to say, and we're all well-intended in doing it, but it happens. It, it does. And, you know, if the if your friend says, let's say you call your friend and they say, 
and they say, how are you doing with all the, the violence in the world? I don't recommend lying like, oh, I'm fine. You know, this is about you. It's, I mean, be authentic. But the intention of the call is to honor what they're experiencing. Now, what they're experiencing does also get influenced by the greater world. Because right now with COVID-19 and being in quarantine, when somebody has a death in their family, that looks very different right now. They may not be able to say goodbye in person. They, they Because our gatherings have to be in certain states, 10 or less, 50 or less, whatever it may be, they are getting, um, they're getting cheated out of rituals. And so, yes, it's impacted by the, the bigger world. But I think what's would be really, what's a really beautiful opportunity is to create a space that only has to do with their loss yeah. for that moment and to name that loss. Either you call them by name, um, who, if it's a person that died, if it's that they lost their job, um, you hold that space just for that and that, cause we don't want, you know, my goal in life in my professional world, also in my personal world, but in my professional world is that, um, there's not a loss that goes unnoticed. And I think that that is so important, um, that if somebody feels grief over something, it was a loss. It doesn't matter if there was a neighborhood squirrel that you were entertained by every morning and that squirrel came to your your yard and you loved that squirrel and that squirrel disappeared. Like if you felt connected to that squirrel, and I know this is such a silly example, but this actually is an example of something I worked with. <laughs> um, you felt connected to that squirrel and that squirrel no longer exists in your world. That's a loss for you because yeah. that brought you joy. That yeah. brought you, you could count on that. Yeah. That was a ritual, right? And so this person felt really sad about it. For me to go, that is so silly. There's 10,000 other squirrels in the world would have missed the point. And sometimes it's not as much about that squirrel it, it is, as it is about tuning into another loss that maybe happened or feeling abandoned or feeling um, like things get taken away from you when you when you when you love them most or whatever mm -hmm. that may be. And so, you know, the mistake many people make is to get caught up in, well, that is so silly. That is a squirrel or well, you can get yeah, another job. The judgment piece once again, infiltrates the, the experience of whatever it is that we're, we're experiencing. And can you imagine how healing it would be for that person? I mean, it was, and you know, luckily they were in the presence of a grief therapist um, when they were talking about this story, can you imagine the healing for that person when they were talking about this and just to hear, have someone hold space and acknowledge it? Like I hear you and just say, oh my gosh, that must be so hard because for the last, you know, two years, like it it happened to be a white squirrel. It was an albino squirrel. So mm -hmm. it was like, they knew this was the squirrel and it was this, they felt the squirrel was communicating with them. And, and, and it just was such a beautiful thing to be able to say to them, that's so hard. Yeah. That must feel so hard. This is all about listening, mm -hmm. you know. And, and if you're truly, truly, truly listening, you're not judging. You're not placing any value on what you're hearing other than to create space to let it be heard and let it let it yes. come out. Yes. You know, we, we talk a lot in, in other podcasts about creating space for grief mm -hmm. is the same thing. It is an incumulative grief when we have, I mean, all of us have cumulative loss. 
all of us, because we're alive. So we have the losses that we experienced when we were five, they're still part of our inner being. Right. They carry forward. They do. And we build on them. And we we build also resiliency with each loss, too. I think that's really important to remember, is that we have resiliency within each of us that will, um, if we allow it to, we have a reserve within us that we can reach for to heal. But I think the, the reason I bring up the squirrel is because there are sometimes on paper are what we would judge as being a smaller loss that can actually erupt very large feelings. Yeah, if not given space mm-hmm. and the attention it mm-hmm. deserves. Mm-hmm. And again, and when this person was sharing this with me, it was it was based with a lot of caveats of like, I know this is this and this must be this. Mm. And I just said, could you please stop projecting onto me what you think I'm going to think and just share with me what you feel. Gosh, I do that all the time. Don't we? Yes. I know. And like it was all it was, the time, even in asking questions. Sometimes I'm like, you're probably not going to understand or get what I'm trying to say. Da, 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 da. Exactly. And then we are not present. And so I totally. just said, please stop projecting onto me what you think I'm going to think about this. And let's just sit with how you feel about it. And that, you know, again, that's when you make that phone call to your friend that's had a loss. They may say, I don't even feel right talking about this because the whole world is up in arms and I'm really lucky that I live in a safe community. But, you know, that's true. And you are really struggling right now because your husband died or you lost your job and you don't know what's going to happen. Even if the rest of the world is in chaos, that doesn't diminish. And I'm telling you that will be so healing for somebody to have just their story for that moment honored and heard and allowed. It will be wonderful now. Which is really interesting when you think about the state of the world right now and and what's happening is sort of an, an output of not giving space and not hearing mm-hmm. the pain exactly. of a loss. Exactly. Over years and years and years and years, you know, and I'm no expert in this at all, but looking at it, it's like, why do people protest? Why do people mm-hmm. act out? Why do people do what they do? And in this case, it's because they haven't been heard. Right, they're unheard, and it's it's the it's the it's the activism protesting that I can get behind. Right, and sure. What's going on, unfortunately, in my state right now, um, is that we have intruders coming in, and you know we could do a whole podcast on how I feel about that. But um, where they're coming in it with a very different intention, and um, you know. When what's been interesting is to watch still the protesters and the activists trying to give word, like they are still doing it amongst all of this. And that is so incredible to me because they have to do it with guidelines now because there's been some rules put in place, but they are, um, they are still feeling the importance of this. And I absolutely love it. And I think what in our own lives do we want to activate and and be an activist for? What in our own lives um, do we want our voice heard? What do we want to stand up for? You know, if you could put, a, if you could create one of those signs you see at the protests about your own life and what you what you need and what you want heard, like what would you write on your sign? What would be on hmm. your your protest sign? What would it be? Would it be? Um, 
that you want to stop shaming yourself for something you did 20 years ago? Would it be um, that you want to receive love more? Would it be that you know you have an apology that you want to give and you want to you or you want to forgive somebody? What would it be? I mean, that is that I think in cumulative loss is so important that we do allow ourselves that opportunity to not try and deal with the whole mountain of loss, but to deal with like that individual step, like each certain loss in that cumulative mountain deserves sometimes less of our attention, sometimes more, Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. But at minimum, we need to name it. Yeah, absolutely. But what would be on your sign today? And, you know, I think, um, I think we all have things that we want heard and we want, um, we want to, we want to advocate for, and we want to be an activist for. Right. I want to be more kind to myself. So that would be your sign. That's, that's on my sign for sure. I love that. Be kinder to self. I love that. And right. that there's nothing in there, um, in those words that need to be judged. Nothing. Only allowed. And that's, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, I have, I love some of the signs that have been up and they, they feel empowering and they feel, um, they feel like there's an acknowledgement. And what is so interesting is because we are also connected, um, you can, I can just see it. I mean, I look at, I look at crowds very differently. I look at, I, I come from everything from a loss perspective. Right. And so I look at crowds and I think, okay, well, your individual grief is your grief. And yet it is somehow connected to the woman over here you've never met. And here you are in solidarity, maybe for different reasons. And yet we're more alike than different in that way. And so that's another thing I want to say about cumulative grief is that within our own stories, we get to have our own individual signs, right, that we put on there. So one of your reasons is you're not kind to yourself. That's one of your issues. Um, The man maybe five steps away from you is um his sign is you know i need to forgive i want to forgive somebody that hurt me but what you both have in common so you've both lost something but what you both have in common and probably all the people standing around you is that you want to experience more love and 100 percent. that's the that's what is that's that's love matters most that's the signature in my book that is we come down to it like we want more love. We want more love for race. We want more love for um, people of financial differences. We want more. We just, we want, it comes back to we want more love because that is universal. Like we can all get behind that. Right? Yeah, we can. And so that's what I love about cumulative loss in a community. We all stand there with our own signs. Um you know, what would your sign be today? And I love that you would be kinder to yourself. Um, mine, what, yeah, what's yours? Mine right now is that um, I am I am enough because I think so much of my internal verbiage right now is I should be doing more. What more can I do? And, yeah. and I am doing a lot, um, but I, I think right now I have to be okay with I am enough. And I think that would be my sign. And again, under that is love, self-love, um, whatever that may be. And so my sign is I am enough. Yours is be kinder. The guy next to us is I want to forgive my father. Um, you know, the woman next to us might be I'm thankful for my family. I mean, all of it looks different. 
and yet so the same. And I, and I just, I think, you know, with cumulative grief, we break them down and we name them. And that's absolutely right, Jeffrey. And I, I'll tell you, I mean, I often will hear um, stories of people that come in and they say, oh, I should have come in like 10 years ago or I should have come in five years ago. And I do the, you know, and what I say to them is, oh, but isn't it great you're here right now? You're so good at saying, let's start right where we are. Yeah. And that comes from many years of um, trying to begin from a place I'm not at. So I am so grateful we got to have this conversation. What I really, really hope for all of us is that we can name that. Please reach out to people that have experienced loss that possibly doesn't have anything to do with what we're go- what's going on right now. Also, if you're living in those moments where um, your, your loss feels so quiet that nobody hears it, um, my hope for you is that you hear us right now and that, you know, I honor and, um, and again, my goal is that no loss goes unnoticed. And so I'm so grateful for all of you. Please be safe. Please be happy. Um, if you pray, um, pray for more peace. And, um, and my hope is that we come back to a place where the center is love for all of us. I love that. Kelly, thank you so much. Thank you to all of our listeners as well. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this CWK podcast. It's our hope that these words bring comfort, healing, and insight to your life, wherever you are and whatever you're experiencing. Please subscribe and share this episode. You can also follow and like Conversations with Kelly on Facebook. One quick note. We've done our best to share some ideas, tips, and techniques to help guide you. This podcast's content is not intended to be a substitute for or constitute professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. We encourage you to seek professional medical advice if needed. Thank you.